Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. The red record light is red, which means we're recording a special and uh, unusual episode of the Shock Marathons podcast. I'm Matt Farley here with Charlie Roxburgh. Hello. And uh, Tom is not with us this month. It's 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 an uh, a month of upheaval, really. Uh, Charlie did a uh, cross country trip, right? Uh, I believe Tom welcomed a uh, a new member to his family. Yeah, everybody's busy. And so everyone's busy, uh, too busy to uh, watch some horror movies and, and discuss them. But um, we know that the the uh, audience all. The fan, yeah. The fan, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, the fans. The fan. <laughs> Our one fan in New Mexico um, is 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 listening, and um, therefore uh, Richard too. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. New yeah, Mexico, we got a few. We got a few fans. I'm sorry. We got a few fans. New Mexico and Tampa. Yeah. No, well, those are our um, our our, fa- our our hardcore fans that we're we're grateful to. But there there are more Vermont, Vermont too. Uh, Actually, I take it all back. Yeah, it's uh, we got a great audience. New Mexico, Vermont, and in Tampa that that we know of, and uh, we're very grateful to those three uh, listeners. Um, anyway, this is a um, a special episode uh, where now Tom and I, um, many of you might know, are in a band called Moe's Haven, uh, greatest band of all time, right, Charlie? Yeah, I've heard a lot uh, over the years <laughs> in the dorm room and on road trips, and uh, it's all good stuff. Any chance I get to um, to play this music to to people who have no other choice, I take that uh, opportunity. And Tom and I, we did an entire album of songs about horror movies that we have watched in our marathons. Charlie, I don't know if you've even heard most of these. I've heard a, a good amount of them, but there might be a, a few surprises. Might uh, be a few surprises. Yeah, so, I like them. The album is called Shock October. No, no, no. It's called Shocktober, but it's parentheses SH, close parentheses, then OC, then parentheses K, close parentheses, and then Tober. That's pretty clever, huh? Art. <laughs> art. That's, that's, that's my, that's what the, I call that's it. The definition of art. And the, the the photo is a picture of um, me on the train tracks and Tom way in the background, and we were on the um, the walk to end all walks. Charlie, remember that? Awesome. Yeah, we got so much good material from that. We did a four day, ninety three mile walk on, along the train tracks in New Hampshire just for the joy of it. Mm-hmm. But enough enough about that. Let's listen to some songs about horror movies. The 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 the, the album opens with a song about the jar, which is one that we've already covered on the podcast. Great movie, huh, Charlie? Oh yeah, well, big fan favorite. And this might even help some people to understand it because you kind of get into some details here, right? Major details, and it's it's a beautiful epic. Uh, I just want to let everyone know. Um, I used to do a lot of fun with the left and the right channels, Charlie. You know. Uh, okay. Yeah. And um. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm co- combining the, um, whenever I'm transferring music from from one thing to another, 
it, it, like the channels don't seem to work. Like when you're in a restaurant and you're on the on the left side of the restaurant, you only hear the left side of the song. You know what I mean? Yeah, the stereo I, spread. The yeah, st- yeah. It, and maybe my wires aren't stereo wires, so my apologies. You know, the piano's a little low in the mix, but you can deal with it. I, and on another side, Charlie, I don't like splitting the left and right anymore. I'm a I'm a mono guy. Okay. Okay. I feel like it's um it's kind of uppity to to go left and right. Like you think you're better than everybody. Yeah, in the Brill Building, they probably just went mono. I agree. Good enough for the Brill Building, good enough for the jar by Moe's Haven. Well, an old man gave me a jar And pretty much so far It's driven me completely insane And I find it very hard to maintain any kind of civil behavior when there's a visit from my lovely neighbor (laughs) oh she's so pretty and she's so nice being with her could be paradise if only my mind it weren't controlled by a jar with a little troll. Can't you see this um, on Broadway, Charlie? Yeah, I mean, it's like an inspired piece of fan fiction because you get you get new material from the point of view of our main character. Yeah, because nice. this is like an, an internal monologue, uh, which is something you don't get in the movie. So uh, you're right. We, we should maybe, um, when we've done a podcast on every movie we've seen, maybe we should then write a book Mm-hmm. From the point of view of our favorite character. <laughs> I, I just want to get to that meeting with the Broadway producers where we just pitch the jar, the musical, and and getting the owners of the original movie. To sign off on it. <laughs> that that phone call to be like, we're interested in, in pushing you on Broadway. Oh, wow. That would be wonderful. Would just be... to reach that meeting. <laughs> Whatever happens after that, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a great song, and it's uh, it's it's beautiful. Now, um, excuse me, I pressed the wrong button. Now, a movie we haven't done yet, uh, Charlie, stars um, Fiona Apple's father. Uh, wow. Why don't you tell the people what movie that is? That is going to be Christmas Evil. Yeah, I'm. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us and, about it. Okay, well, Christmas Evil is uh, obviously a Christmas-themed horror movie with a Santa who is kind of really loves Christmas and is keeping track of who's naughty and who's nice. Um, part of the infamous Christmas movie horror subgenre. Yes. And uh, we really like it. It's, it's funny. It's inspired. Uh, it's unexpected. And uh, the song is, is awesome, too. What, my song or? Your song, yeah. Wow, so nice. <laughs> uh, Charlie's never been this um, nice about my music. It, I should only ask you about my music when we're, re- we're recording it for posterity. <laughs> Not in the middle of a 10-hour road trip, but it's been on repeat. <laughs> here, we, here we go. I don't know if you hear that, but that was like a riff on Jingle Bells right there, the opening. Can you hear that? It was a din 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 it's a different melody but i was going with for for jingle bells do you hear that Charlie? it's almost slightly slightly off like our main character wow that's deep all right yeah. let's hear more 
for some Christmas evil. Time for some Christmas evil. Uncle Harry gonna snap your neck, you're gonna break your face if you don't believe. In the magic of Christmas Eve, time for some Christmas evil. Time for some Christmas evil. Uncle Harry gonna crash the bash, she's gonna dance all night, and everything will be alright. Time for some Christmas evil. Time for some Christmas evil. Uncle Harry gonna make a speech, he's gonna take a stand, and everyone will understand. Time for some Christmas evil. Time for some Christmas evil. Uncle Harry gonna find the notes, he's gonna play the tune, and everything will be alright. Time for some Christmas evil. Time for some Christmas evil. Uncle Harry gonna find the notes, he's gonna play the tune, and everything will be alright. Then his van is gonna take flight. Time for some. <laughs> then his van is gonna take flight. Yeah. What nice. a bold decision in the movie. It the the van flies away like a sleigh at the end, right? Yeah, it's like it's all the, it's a pretty normal natural movie with just uh, slasher kind of stuff going on and and like weird comedy and <laughs> all of a sudden magic happens. It's great for a movie to have no magic for eighty nine minutes, <laughs> and then in the ninetieth and final minute for the van to fly off like a sleigh is bold filmmaking and wrong in every way. Yeah, that would have gotten shot down by a committee or something, but because it's a pretty small movie, I think it was able to get done. You know, it's great. Thank God for for no <clears throat> committees. Uh, I, there's so many movies that we haven't covered yet, Charlie, that are great. Uh, for instance, Final Exam, one of my all-time favorite films. What are your yeah. thoughts on that movie? Oh yeah, um, so fun, great main character. Um, I own the novelization as well, which is <laughs> <laughs> which is nice a nice read. Um, yeah, I mean, for the time period, the quality of the image, the fun, uh, everything about Final Exam, I, I'm in favor of. I got the DVD with commentary, and um, it's great to listen to them discuss it. And it, it's just, it's all in one loc. You know, it's all on the uh, campus. Ca- college campus is a great location for a horror movie. Um, and the, the killer has no motivation or personality, just a guy killing people which is awesome. I don't want to get bogged down in the the history of this evil guy. I just want to I just want to deal with uh with with hijinks on a campus and some horror. Yeah, that's so true. Now, this song specifically is about a moment that uh, that we 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 made a t-shirt out of this moment. This is where Radish, the um the the anxiety-ridden main character um has a a touching moment with uh with a girl and um just when she seems to let on that she's interested in him, he panics and says, I got to go do inventory for the coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote a song about that moment. It's called Final Exam by Mose Haven. Well, she looks really pretty and she looks really nice. Here I am with bourbon and a cup full of ice. I'm afeard of the topic she's poised to broach. So I rise to do some inventory for the coach. But before I leave, I tell her, lock the door. And I walk away, but I still got more to say to her. I still got more to say to her. 
So I tell her she's pretty and I tell her she's nice That I wouldn't look at any other girl even twice That being with her would be like paradise And then I leave with my bourbon and my cup full of ice Oh, that's beautiful, huh, Charlie? Yeah, that's awesome. That you can tell when the when the my vocabulary doesn't match Tom's. So when there's a line like "I'm afeard of the topic she's poised to broach," that's mm-hmm. that's a Tom Scalzo line without question. Yeah, I I agree. I could I picked that up. Oftentimes, I will write it in 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 Hemingway-esque plain English. Maybe not Hemingway-esque. Maybe more just like preschool. Uh, plain, <laughs> plain, plain English, and then Tom will say, well, "Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Let me, uh, let me fix that for you." And that, yeah, that's how we work. Uh, and whenever it seems like an accent is called for, I always appreciate Tom's busting out some sort of accent because it just it, it just brings works. it to a whole new level. Brings yeah. it to a whole new level. Yeah, that that inventory line we also paid homage to in our Manch Vegas movie. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, sweep-up boy, um, in a similar romantic moment, uh, says, I got to go do inventory at the diner. Yeah. 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 All right. So, um, once again, the, oct- the, the album's called Shocktober by Mose Haven. And uh, I got to be honest with you, Charlie, it hasn't done very well. Um, the numbers are in. The album's been out for nine years, and it's earned $35. Ah. Uh, it cost me $55 to put it up on online to make it available for sale so i'm down 20 bucks still nine years into this (laughs) nine years in so maybe uh listeners of this fine podcast you know just stream it on spotify if you stream the whole album i I make about seven cents and frankly that's huge for this album Hmm. um now allison's birthday is a great um australian horror movie that we've covered on on this show a few episodes ago yeah, one of the first podcasts, right? Yeah, and it's one of the first. Um, actually, I think it was the first movie we ever uh, we watched in Shock December too, wasn't it? It might have been, yeah. Or that might have been Fair Game. I'm it was sure. right up there, yeah. though. Anyway, um, and it's one of the first horror movie songs Tom and I did. This is called Allison's Birthday. <laughs> If, if you're warned not to go home on your 19th birthday and your relatives invite you to celebrate it, you better say no way. Allison, you're such a sap. She couldn't say no, 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 no. That's the thing about that movie. She, her friend was crushed by a bookcase, and an evil spirit clearly stated, do not return home on your 19th birthday. Mm-hmm. And... And then, what, three or four years later, when she turned 19, she goes home and barely references what happened. Yeah, she she was guilted into it by her aunt, I think, or who t- her tells caretaker, her that... Her caretaker, yeah, whatever or, relation. Yeah, there, tells right? her that her uncle or something is not 
doing well. And she's on the fence about going. She's like at, at school and she's like, I don't think I can make it. And then she just needs that little nudge despite the warning of death. And she's <laughs> like, I'm there. I'm there. I'm sorry. That was, uh, that, that was a tough, the, the premise, it should, I guess they wanted, to, uh, they wanted an exciting movie, but the only way to explain that she went is, is that it had to have been a, a more subtle warning, you know, earlier in life. Or the yes. warning didn't even have to happen, actually. Yeah, it's still a great movie, and I, and I really like the, uh, the feel of it, and I like the ending, too. Devil Master is the first movie we um, we covered in this podcast, Charlie. And, oh, um, cool. And um, this song is awesome. Well, he's the devil master. He's the devil master. Oh, yeah. He's the devil master. Oh, yeah. And he's the devil master. He's the devil master. Oh, yeah. The devil, devil, devil master. Oh, yeah. Levi, Levi, Levi. Blessing, 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 oh wow. He's got a girl in his living room just sitting in a tent and he's telling her, baby, you don't understand what I meant, oh no. That's good, huh? So you were rhyming wow with Laval there? Yeah, yes, yes. Nice. Yeah. That's kind of like in the rain again, or one of those classic uh, poetic license. Yeah, go for it. That's nice. Oh, yeah. It, it works. It works. Yeah. It's darling. very to the point, that song. I, it's a good tribute to, to the main character of a, a movie that we love. Now, I would say that the album's unsuccessful because the songs are about incredibly obscure horror movies, but um, all of our songs are equally unsuccessful, so it's, it's not just that, um, you know, our... Our love songs are equally um, fail- failures. So anyone out there want to support a, a great independent band, Moe's Haven, M-O-E-S-H-A-V-E-N. And, and the fact that it's that they're obscure movies is that they're due for a little tribute, so it's cool. Yeah, you know? I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. We did mm. we do cover Halloween and Halloween 4 in this album. Those are the most mainstream ones by far. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to Tom sing about the Beyond. What What are your thoughts on the Beyond before we do that, though, Charlie? Um, well, I'm not a, the hugest Italian horror fan, um, so it's it's out there. Um, I can barely remember what happens. I remember some of the scenes. Yeah. So it wasn't a huge hit during a shock marathon, but I know there are people who are really into that, uh, into the Italian stuff. So let's give it a listen. I'm, this I'm is down. a fun, short, awesome little song by Tom. Apparently there are places in the world where hell is so much closer to the surface of the earth than anyone ever thought. If you happen to build a hotel on one of these plots of land, your life will go badly from then on. And there's girls from hell and there's dogs from hell with blind white eyes that'll come from hell and they haunt and kill and they die in return. And zombies come and get shot in the shoulder and the living can't be too much bolder than two to try to save this film. But it can't work because Italian movies make no sense. Is that great? Jim, I forgot about that one. That's great. Yeah. It's so nice. It's really good. Nice little uh, guitar picking going on there. And uh, if, any, if any of the three of us are going to give the Beyond... Um, a fair shake. It's it's Tom, I think. Yeah, he's a lot more measured and thoughtful than we are, I think, generally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up um, is uh, oh, creature from the Black Lake. Oh, creature from Black Lake, right? 
Well, there's one error in the title. The title of the song is called Pahu, parentheses, Creature from the Black Lake. I, That was a mistake on my part when I titled the song. My apologies. Yeah, you're a busy guy. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> there should be more typos in, in song titles. You know, I like that. Yeah. Um, But uh, this is a tribute to probably my favorite character in the history of uh, movies, Pahu, who's just... Pure joy and um, and uh, excitement, and let's listen to my song about him. Pahu, pahu, I wanna be just like you. You say what's on your mind. You're really one of a kind. You search until you find the creature from the black lake. Pahu Pahu, you love burgers and fries and the police chief's daughter with her pretty, pretty eyes. And Pahu Pahu, you try and you try, you try and you try to give her the eye. But Pahu Pahu, she goes for your friend, she goes for your friend, but this story doesn't end. You wrote. Beautiful, huh? Yeah, it's a good tribute. Uh, I like it. <laughs> You did a good job to focus on your favorite aspect of the movie, favorite character, and just run with it. Yeah, just run with it. The songs don't have to be full synopses of uh, the plots. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so anyway, um, we're getting uh, toward... Those are the highlights, really. Um, let's see. There's a few other uh, worthy. Um, we should uh, talk about Kiyomi from Curse of the Screaming Dead. I can't wait to cover this movie because... Uh, it's a, the characters, especially Kiyomi. What a what a character! Tell us what you recall about Kiyomi, Charlie. Okay, well, Curse of the Screaming Dead, zombie movie, made in Maryland, very early eight, 1980-ish, 81, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kiyomi is a really lovable character who can't is not sighted, is blind, and um, that gives her the ability to hear very well. And she could hear things, but everyone gives her short shrift and doesn't want to pay attention when she says that she's hearing like a church bells or something that could mean danger. And uh, she just needs love. Is all Kiyomi <laughs> wants love from her her boyfriend, and he is really like giving her little attention, and he doesn't seem very understanding. So we our hearts go out to her. And she's listed in the credits as blind, in quotes, Kiyomi, I think. Which is really weird. Why not just Kiyomi? It's, it seems very mean, but... Uh, yeah, I know, like, like they, they should have... Like, the other characters should have been, like, quote, bombastic, and then whatever, you know, or annoying, yeah. you know? Or what was the Kiyomi's friend, the blonde girl? She should have been annoying, yeah. blank. Annoying yeah. someone, half in the bag, <laughs> somebody, Yeah. <laughs> Poor Kiyomi. So this is a great tribute to a wonderful uh, character uh, named Kiyomi, who she knows if they just listened to her, the the, the they would have stayed out of a lot of trouble, right, Charlie? I think so. Yes. Oh, Kiyomi knows that if you steal a journal from a Confederate graveyard, then life for you will. in the book it tells all about the hell that they went through Kiyomi what we gonna do 
it's dark and, and beautiful, huh? Do I yeah. see tears? Charlie, are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> it's compression. You can't. Uh. <laughs> no, it is nice. I enjoy that. Uh, she's she's the most memorable uh, part of that movie, probably. Uh, we love her. We and actually drew a picture. We had Ollie draw a picture and a tribute to her in our book. This is the extent to which we enjoy these films, folks. We, <laughs> we make T-shirts. We make songs. We rewrite books, and we we do a podcast all for for these silly little movies that um that that made a made a deep impact on all of us as children before we even knew each other. I would think um is where it really started. You know the stuff that was on TV on a Saturday afternoon, and yeah. then um and then we just uh, we just let it get out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something different, but yeah, that's that's good. Um, uh, uh t- two more songs. One, let's give Halloween Four a quick uh, listen because Halloween Four is a, a great movie, and I don't think it gets the respect it deserves um, from horror fans because it's part of the Halloween series, and of course, you're gonna give more uh, credit to Part One. And uh, but frankly, um. One through five are all awesome. That's my thoughts, at least, Charlie. And, and for yeah. late eighties, it's eighty-eight, I believe, uh, for Halloween four, and um, it doesn't make it doesn't make the mistakes that so many other late eighties horror make. Tell your thoughts. Yeah. Some people are really into it. Um, okay. I think the general public just assumes that uh, all the sequ- all sequels are bad. Yeah, and it's like a, it's like a joke that Friday Thirteenth gets up this high or Halloween gets up this high, but if you just look at it as its own movie kind of yeah it's really good and i think i feel like after part three they gave it a little more thought to think how are we going to nail this horror movie and they did i love parts four and five more and more each time i see them and um here's a here's a great song about halloween four Beautiful, huh? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Not enough songs have the line um, or the the phrase you know, "killing anyone who shares his DNA." You know? That's yeah, that's true. And lastly, a movie called The Pack, which uh, we will cover eventually, is a movie about. Um, well, the the plot is about dogs on an island. Like pe- people go spend the summer on this resort island. Where and and their summer homes, and they bring dogs with them, but they leave the dogs there when they go home for you know at, at the end of the summer, and all these dogs um feel so sad to be left there that they form an evil pack and start attacking people. Um, now that's the plot, but this song is primarily about um the son of the real estate developer who's being pushed to um to consummate a um, relationship with, with a woman who's been brought out there by the real estate developer. Tell us more about that scenario, yeah. Charlie. Well, 
it, we he's a minor character because I guess Joe Don Baker is the main character and he plays a scientist. He's like the hero, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is fantastic. Joe Don Baker as scientist is great, and uh, there there's a very wealthy, pushy dad who has a sort of sensitive son, and he hires a cheerleader, Dallas Cowboys cheerleader type girl, to try to cozy up to the son. I haven't watched this in a while. Yeah, but. no, that sounds <laughs> and, right to me. Yeah, and the son is just a sensitive guy who doesn't want to be pushed around by his dad. Number one, and yeah. two, he likes women. Uh, just he he doesn't want to do anything disrespectful to the woman or have this situation be forced. So he really endeared uh, himself to us, and he has a great chase scene, which is one of the shock moments, uh, a slow-motion thing that we really like. Well, you set it up perfectly for this song. Let's hear it. The Pack by Mose Haven. Well, you see, my daddy's got this woman that he brought for me To a resort island where the dogs run free Roof. And people, they keep on leaving us all alone insinuating that we need some time together and when they do that i just take her for a walk with me and i amaze her with my knowledge of trees and plants and weather something like that I tell you that I'd sacrifice myself if it was her life that I'd save because I love her oh yes I love her so much so he does love her right I think so yeah I mean it's an unlikely odd couple relationship but when they go for those walks they start to bond somehow and then he really does Start to love her, I think, but he doesn't want it to ha- to come about in this forced way that his dad has set up. And like so. she, she seems like a bimbo, but she's surprisingly interested in the 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 stories that he tells her about plants. Yeah, <laughs> that that's what I want in a horror movie. That I, yes, you know, so true. It's, it's great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, brings us to the end of this uh, special episode of the Shock Marathons podcast. We're going to try to get back on uh, on on task uh, beginning next month, but um, because frankly, I don't have any more placeholder concepts uh, that I can think of. You, Charlie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> is this like a, a clip show from a sitcom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, everybody gets gets locked in a, a gymnasium, and, and then, then they say, "Remember when oh, we ha- we should do yeah. that sometime? We should hey, remember that time we reviewed, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah. then highlights. That's a good idea. So. If we're able to get things back together, we'll have a regular episode next month. Otherwise, uh, you know, Charlie and I will be locked in a uh, in a gymnasium together discussing previous episodes of the podcast. <laughs> so, so you, any more thoughts? You good, Charlie? Uh, we just got to mention the contest. If someone oh, writes, oh yeah, us. tell us. Okay. Um, 
we'll say the first person to write in to you can write to me charlie at shockmarathons.com and mention which song they liked best from today's episode we will send you a copy of the dying elk herds new cd the dying elk herd is a band that um, they're our friends and they wrote the don't let the river beast get you song so they've got a new cd out which you should listen to and that Uh, song is on it too Right, that song is on it, and you could listen to it on Spotify, buy it on Amazon, all that good stuff. But um, we have a promotional copy that we can give out to the first person to write in to charlie at shockmarathons.com saying your favorite horror song from this episode. So do that, folks. Hurry up. It's only the first person to do it. Gets this awesome free CD from the Dying Elk Herd. Fun, fun CD. I've, I've got the CD. I listen to it on Spotify, though, so that they can earn a few pennies, too. Yeah, me too. And I guess when you write in, you should, you know, should we get back to them and ask for the address after they win? I guess we'll do that. Yeah, well, or yeah. just send your address. Chances are, if you're writing in, you are the only person writing in, and you're the winner. <laughs> yeah. Um, for for Charlie, uh, this is Matt Farley saying thank you for tuning in to this very special episode of the Shock Marathons podcast. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.